Where can I buy that Brett Michaels uh, bandana that comes with the hair glued to it? I think like in uh, Jamaica or some airport gift shop, probably. <laughs> Spencer's gifts. It was always funny on... on did you guys watch... Um, what was it called? Rock of Love with Brett Michaels? Yeah. Th- this was the whole show. Yeah, so uh, I'm diabetic. Do you want to make out? <laughs> <laughs> that was every episode. Uh, yeah, so I'm about to die. Uh, you want to have sex? Blood sugar's low. Let yeah. me drink and you can <laughs> pleasure me. <laughs> That's true. For a guy, for a diabetic, he sure loves to party. Yep. Oh, uh, I just fainted from uh, <laughs> blood sugar. Uh, you want to meet me in my tree? <laughs> Uh, let me ask you guys this. You know, we, we've been here a week now. It's the Loops Morning Show search, and this is our last day. So it could be the last time you ever hear us on the loop. Um, Are we at a point yet where we could use the bathrooms here comfortably? I know I am. And before uh, you answer that, Ryan, I will remind you. For this, one or two. It, it, it is the Abe Cannon Show. Uh, my name is Abe Cannon, joined by Bass, Sam, and Ryan. Uh, I have no problem using these restrooms. Okay, not, I'm not talking about for a quickie. I'm talking about if, to go in there for but a hot minute, as you would say. Um, well, we used to, I mean, if I hadn't, if you and I and, and Base had not previously worked here, just even me, if I hadn't worked here for, for almost a decade in yeah. this building, in this exact hallway, I don't yeah. think I would be as comfortable. I don't feel uncomfortable. But there's yeah. still a lot of people that we don't know, and I don't want to walk in there and then some sales guy I've never met judges me based on that. Because if I walked into a bathroom and I saw some guy I've never seen before, and you know you get a whiff and you're like, "Oh no, what's going on?" Then you see me walk out, you know, pounding the door open. Oh, what's up, dude? But like, see I- that—that's the beauty of the morning shift. Because I didn't work here for ten years, and I just took a number two, and it was fine. Yeah, pencil out of the TMI. cup. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. and wrote his name with it. Uh, I don't think, Abe, I don't think most people think of the bathroom like you do. And I don't think, uh, personally, if I went in, I was like, God, I hope no one comes in here. This is about to be embarrassing. That's what you think every time you walk in. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll do maneuvers. Like, if I go to a, a place, I'll go to a sandwich shop and I'll order a sandwich, run in the bathroom, and then come out and act like, you know, I was making a phone call. Like, I'll be on my phone. I think, the the, the, I think your other problem is leaving a bathroom and smashing through the bathroom after you get done so everybody knows that you're the one that just left. Usually people kind of leave a little little nonchalant. Oh, like I like b- wait break for, the door open? Yeah, wait, wait for nobody to be in there. You wait for the flush, you wait for them to wash their hands, and you quietly well, here, here, walk out. Here's what happened yesterday. I didn't know what to do. So I used this food court bathroom here. God, see what a mistake that was. Why do you always you're have to so go? Obsessive. It's so bizarre. Why everywhere you're at, you have to use a bathroom. Like if you're at a subway, you have to use their bathroom. <laughs> if you're at a Starbucks, you have to use their bathroom. It's the first time all week I had to use the bathroom here, so that's not bad. That's four. <laughs> this is our fifth day. Yesterday was the fourth day. That's a twenty-five percent, you know, bathroom rate. That's not bad. Something tells me you've had to use it every day we've been here. Just yesterday, you were like, "I'm starting to feel a little comfortable, so I'm going to give it a try." Well, no, I didn't feel comfortable. That's why I went down to the food court. And, oh my God, when was the last time you guys used the bathroom in a food court? Never. Never. The guy next to me, the whole time. 
clearing his throat the whole time I was in the bathroom. I wanted to puke, and, and I was like, man, what a bad decision that was. I should just use the bathroom. Yeah. Abe, hey, this is like a tour bus bathroom. You chose the right. Greyhound, <laughs> and, and you paid for it, and that's what you get. The worst part, Abe, I think the only thing you have to be embarrassed about is if you walk out, and I don't think this is you, or if you see someone in the bathroom and, and one of you does not wash your hands. To me, that's the only part of yeah, the like bathroom that, Senator, that is embarrassing. Uh, what, was, uh, Harry, what was his name? Harry, Tom, what was that guy's name? I don't know. The Republican. Tom Tilly? Tom, yeah. He, he said that we shouldn't wash our hands. He's, oh, yes. No, he yes. said it shouldn't be mandatory That's exactly for right. companies to require yeah. their employees to wash so their hands. So, basically, let me ask you this. If you're at a restaurant and you walk in the bathroom and it says, employees are not required to wash their hands, you wouldn't have a problem with that? No, I'm out. <laughs> would, I am would, out. Who would ever go in there? But that's and, the problem. I mean, I think with most of us, I wouldn't even see that sign. I usually don't even hit the bathroom until the end of a meal. So, if I just got done eating and, you know, I get up to go to the bathroom and I see that sign, I think I'm throwing up all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Once you see a sign that says employees like, are not—they're not required to wash their hands after you've had a full meal. So this guy's a libert. I just looked it up. He's a libertarian, and his whole thing is uh, we need to reduce the regulatory burden on this country. So get rid of right. ma- mandatory thing. Get rid of these regulations. But he thinks that and let it, and he said let the free market take care of. Well, it. he thinks there should be if we're going to have that situation, then it should be mandatory for them to have a sign that says. So really, all he's just replacing the mandatory sign. I think that's, yeah. what it, it's the same. <laughs> that's all it is. It was like a civil liberties issue. I mean, he was kind of using this as a case in point that we're overregulated. But I mean, that in and of itself is a regulation, yeah. like putting that sign up. Right, right. But he's basically saying, let. in other words, he's saying, if you don't have that sign, then people aren't going to eat at your restaurant. And it, let, let society take care of it. Not because just, he's saying, not he's saying that you have to have a sign that says that they're not required to wash their hands. Right. So basically, yeah. So society, like you said, basically society makes that decision. But this is something that you shouldn't even be debating. Right? No. It's like that situation in Full Metal Jacket where every time the the fat guy did something wrong, the entire platoon had to do push-ups, and he would just sit there eating donuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> eventually, when everybody goes to sleep, they're going to slap you with towels wrapped with uh, bars of soap. Yeah. And I wonder, after this, you know, from, from here on out, just to sort of give him a little jab to the gut, I wonder how often... You know, in like six months, I bet Tom Tillis doesn't even know what food tastes like without uh, pubes in it. (laughs) (laughs) 97.9 The Loop. Whether or not you like Kim Kardashian, she has changed what we find to be attractive in women. Kim Kardashian would not have been considered hot with her huge ass, you know, 15 years ago. Sure. And because the way we've changed, like, like, uh, what's her name? Iggy Azalea. Mm -hmm. Damn, bro. Like, people go crazy when they see her. And and back in the day, they'd be like, Sam, do you remember that woman at our church who had that huge ass? Yeah, but... Do you think she'd be considered, like, hot now? You're talking about from, like, 20 years ago, right? Yeah, when we were little no, kids. No, she wouldn't, no. Okay. Because she didn't look like Iggy Azalea or Kim Kardashian. She looked like any... But it was huge. Just... Like, she had a smaller waist. And then, you yeah. know, today someone would be like, yo, man... That thing's on point. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that happened. Too on point. But that's happened throughout the. If you look back at like a Playboy from the seventies, everyone had the banana boobs, and it, I mean, things. Oh, yeah. You know, things change. Yeah. For evolves. the first time ever, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue will feature a plus size model, Ashley Graham, twenty seven year old, size eighteen. Now, what's size eighteen? Uh, can you compare that to someone? For does anyone? I don't even think females understand their number sizes. Yeah. I mean, they just do that so they don't have to say the word large. <laughs> that, that, that's definitely on the on the larger end, though, because I think plus sizes start around twelve or fourteen. Oh, really? Yeah, but she looks really good. I mean, that's, she does. I wouldn't look at her and say size eighteen. The campaign is titled "Swimsuits for All," and it's uh, it's celebrate the beginning of the curvy girl era. 
It's an the thing, and it's kind of an important distinction to make. Sports Illustrated is getting a lot of praise for this, but it's still she's appearing in an ad. Yeah, it, it, this is not a specific shoot that Sports Illustrated put together. Yeah, just to put it in context, Derek Jeter's hot girlfriend is on the cover, right. and this girl's like buried in yeah. the. Yeah, <laughs> so. she'll be. It's the first time a plus size model has been in the swimsuit issue, but it's still it's um. And if she was lined up part next, of a, a if, campaign, if she was lined up next to other women, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a that's a that's a large woman. She's just a little no, hippie. I'll, tell, a little you, hippie. I'll yes, tell you this. That's that. it, base. I'll, I'll tell you guys this. So I checked out that picture, right? And she looks put together like she's thick in a good way, right? Right. On, on, on the picture. So, I, of course, the first thing I do is I look her up, right? And I find her Twitter page. And then I start looking at some of her other pictures. And she has one where her leg has a big bruise on it. And just she doesn't look, she looks a lot sloppier on her other pictures than this airbrush Sports Illustrated you know, picture. I, I will say that's probably true. But I think that's true with most yep. celebrity women. And I feel like since this story came out yesterday, everyone's just like, well, that has to be airbrushed. Or I've seen her pictures. But nobody holds a, stand, a regular model to that kind of standard. So it's not fair to apply that to her. No, no, it's true. I'm just saying, though, that she doesn't really look the way they have her in them. I'm saying she's right, even but nobody bigger. does, is my point. My point is that if they really want to make a statement, they should have just shot her and not airbrushed her. I mean, do you think Kim Kardashian really has a size zero waist and a size 40? Of course not. But I don't, I don't, I don't think Sports Illustrated would know what to do with any picture if it wasn't for the fact that they could Photoshop something. That's true. But That's if what, they, like, most of them get paid to do. If you really want to make a statement, though, you don't... Uh, Photoshop out her gut. You well, you've got to start yeah. slow. I mean, this is, a, this is the first time a, a size 18. I mean, maybe next year we can get cellulite. I mean, you've got to lead, <laughs> let's, let's lead into let's it. Let's move into the cellulite. And then cellulite after that, era. we can see him laying in bed eating White Castle. It's a progression. We're maybe, just we're starting yeah, slow, right. Abe. Maybe I mean, they photoshopped it where she actually got a little heavier. I mean, just, Ryan, you were just showing me an ad from a few years ago where um, I think it was, was it one of the networks oh, yeah. um, banned an ad that showed women in a similar way? It was light. her. It was this it girl. It was her, okay. Five years ago. Uh, she did a TV commercial for Lane Bryant. She was in lingerie, bra and panties. ABC and Fox banned the commercial after it aired the first time. Right. They said, no, we can't show a fat chicken. So this is, this is, this is progress, really. Yeah. I heard Sports Illustrator calling this the cellulite era. <laughs> is that true? What no, a that, great label. That is not true. Did we're you, did we're you moving see... into a whole is <laughs> Our new campaign is all about cellulite. It's beautiful. Check this out. Look at the back fat on this girl. <laughs> Like, how, how far are they going to take it? Well, it's uh, here's the thing, though. If they did, I wouldn't blame them because who's still getting excited about the Sports Illustrated? Who's talking <laughs> about the sports? So they may have to do a back knee issue or, uh, Well, I didn't know. even know Sports Illustrated still existed until the swimsuit well, issue well, came out. Well, well, Base, that's a good point because what kind of guys, think about it, still look for... Because remember when we were young, like in high school? Dude, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue's coming out. I can't wait. Right. Well, that's when there was, was no internet. I mean, like one person you knew had an AOL connection. You had <laughs> even younger than that. I mean, your yeah. only hope at seeing anything like that was either to find a, a random Playboy under your parents' bed, or or you had that uh, friend or, whose uncle had had one. Yeah, or like a Fredericks of Hollywood catalog might come in the mail for your mom, or you would hope that you could get your hands on a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Sam and I had a babysitter once who he's like, "Hey, man, let's look at my dad's porn." We were like, "What eight? Remember that guy yeah, Doug? It was, it was that Playboys. That makes a and, lot of sense yeah. about you guys. No, but he's like, cool, man, check these out. And he was just looking at all he these- He was 55 play- years old. He was looking at a bunch of Playboys <laughs> in front. It was weird. Yeah, it was pretty odd. But but to that point, there are a lot of places to see these things now, and, and you really don't have to like wait for the mail to come so you can see a woman in a bikini. And why do you even need the issue when they just post everything online now anyway? I've already seen the whole issue yeah. online. So why do I need it? I don't know. It is funny, though, that Jeter- Yeah, I have two subscriptions. 
<laughs> Do you well, miss- he, he just did that for the free football phone. Exactly. <laughs> they still give that away. And the towel. <laughs> Do you remember the pathetic stuff they would give away? Yeah. You win a pair of tube socks, the phone, and of course, the Joe Montana cookbook. Oh, great. <laughs> I need to sign up. And a big grill fork. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All that stuff's gone away. They used to, th- those campaigns for Sports Illustrated used to give you, like, get the autographed uh, 2001 basketball with your subscription. And it also used to be, like, two issues a week. Now it's, like, yeah. one issue every other month. I mean, what's the... I don't is, know. is it, like, Max, or, uh, Men's Health Now, where it only comes out, like, bi-monthly? And it's thin like a pamphlet. I don't know what the point of buying an actual physical magazine is anymore. It's almost like having a Sears catalog. Like, what, what do you really need it for? It's all on the web. Like, why would you spend $6 on the pages? I guess if you're, you know, in a doctor's, well, you don't even need that. You look at everything on your phone, you're yeah. right? There's really no, if you're on a plane, I guess if, you, if you're too cheap to pay for Wi-Fi, I guess if you just hate phones and hate internet. Well, but if you're on a train that doesn't have Wi-Fi, if you're in a spot where you can't always get reception, I'm sure you're going to need something. Yeah, but do you really always have to have something to look at every second? Like for those 30 seconds when you're on the red line and you go under? Yes. Because really I, get- I don't want to look at the people that are on the train. This, this is base on his phone. Uh, words with friends. Ah, uh. oh, where's my connection? I'll pull out, pull out, pull out the chips and shit. There it is. Someday, I though. I think that's you. I think, guys, yeah. I think these things will be... Rare and collectible in in some it will there will come a day where magazines are a just completely foreign concept. People won't even kids will be like you guys used to get physical copies of yeah. things. Well, thanks for telling me that because I just threw out about 120 Guitar World magazines yesterday. Should have hung on to them. I mean, that's the, that's the catch is like it, it may be worth something down the line, but do you do you really want bins of garbage for the next 15, 20, 35, 40 years? Yeah, that's a probably good point. not. It's I heard, called an investment, Ryan. Guys, I heard that um, other magazines are jumping onto this, too. I heard that Gabare Sidibe is going to be on the cover of Maxim next week. She's so brave. 97.9 The Loop. It's Dave Cannon Show. Last day here, boys. Before they throw us out the door. Take them out. Open the door with their head. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just going to be a security guard. No one's going to say anything. Uh, guys, give me your key, Bob. We yeah. don't have one. Uh, well, then just leave. <laughs> you now have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Will they publicly embarrass us on the way out? Wouldn't be the first time. Like The only solution to that is not leaving. <laughs> is there a, Jake, there's, oh, there's no lock on this door. Damn. Can you put a chair up against it? I think I'm the reason there's no lock on this door, too, by the yeah. way. Can we do, can we do the, whole, the whole airheads, hold the station hostage bit? Yeah. We could. I mean, good we're not going to do the entire house. weekend. Don't worry, Wade. We will not be doing yeah, that. No, that's, that's not a that, good that's idea. That's a joke, definitely. But uh, when we come back uh, in a little bit, we will properly introduce ourselves to you because it's, it's our last time here, so I really want to uh, let everyone know who we are. Now, you've met me a little bit. You've met Ryan. You've met Sam. You've met Bass. But have you met the, the oldest man who works on the show, Zip? I'd like to introduce you to him right now. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April. Shut down in Hello? Is this the computer shop? Yes. My prescription was sent to me via email, and I have no idea what that even means. Can you give me a number where I can reach you, please? I don't have a landline. I'm here at the shelter using their phone. Okay, that's not a problem. Can you tell me the address, and I'll come and get you? My mother named me Murdoch, but they call me Zip. I need my prescription. Okay, what is the prescription for, sir? Pills. Okay, what color are the pills? 
I have a bunch of different ones, but I'm colorblind, so I wouldn't know what color they are. Do they have a number on them? My eyes aren't too good either. Okay, okay. You're friends with my daughters, right? Okay, and who's your daughter? She doesn't talk to me anymore. She lives in Vermont. This is Murdoch. They call me Zip for short. Okay, so you don't know where you are. You don't know your name. You don't know your daughter's name. You need your pills, but you don't have the bottle. They're supposed to come via email. My name's Murdoch. But they call you Zip. They gave me that nickname in the 30s when I used to work at the printing press. How old are you now? 98. Okay. You know what I want you to do? When when you hang up with me, I want you to pick the phone back up and dial 911. I don't have a phone. I'm lost. Okay. What are you holding in your hand? A newspaper. You're talking to the newspaper? I'm holding a newspaper in my hand. Okay. You kids, get out of here. Hey, Mr. Hinkley, check this out. Is Mr. Hinkley all right, Murdoch? Murdoch? Zip. Zip? Zip? Call 979 The Loop. My name is Abe Cannon. It's the Abe Cannon Show. I'm joined by Ryan Mano, Sam oh, Cannon, and Bass. Horrible news. Five infants at a Peloton daycare got the measles. Ugh. Bass, you have a little baby, little DJ Levy. I do. What a horrible... You bring your infant baby to a daycare, and he leaves with the measles, and then four of his friends also. I'm not trying to get into anything. I just don't understand the ones who aren't vaccinating. I mean, every time we, uh, we go to a doctor and they say we're giving them vaccines, I'm like, load them up. Give them every vaccine you can right now. Well, I don't that's care. the problem. Yeah, pe- for some reason, people just don't want to get their kids vaccinated. Uh, I think vaccine. a lot of it is is holdover from all that stuff about autism links, and I mean, the, which yeah. hasn't been. Well, those that are was like, ten years ago. Those are conspiracy theories. But I mean, you know am I really going to risk my child's life because I think that this shot might do something? Well, well, the second that I see a kid with measles, I immediately take my kid to the doctor and get get him vaccinated. But so I'm I'm watching this stuff about the measles with these infants, and I, I think people quickly forget once their kids start to grow up. What it was like to like really love your kid? Because I was talking to one of my degenerate gambler friends that I play poker with. He's like in his fifties, and he was all upset that his twenty-three-year-old daughter is moving back in with him because she can't find a job. She just got out of college, and I, I, I'm like, sometimes you have to think about like, you know, when you were raising your kid, like you're you're back in that that when you used to love your kid, and it, it's almost <laughs> like now it's like. People Stop loving. You have a weird perspective on this. But but it's like people stop loving their kids. Some Like my mom. I've lost, let's see, I've been doing radio since I was 19. I started right here in this building at Q101. I've been fired multiple times or I've been let go from radio stations. I've been in other cities. Like I moved to Miami. Guess where I went the minute I lost my job in Miami? Home. Back Stuff to happens. my mom's house. Yeah. yeah. It's like a net. Like, I right. think a parent... Should, I mean... It, they're, they're, look at how happy your mother is this, to these days. <laughs> no, but, Abe's coming back. Yeah, but like, you know, uh, a parent should be like a net. I'm not saying that you give your kid everything, but if, sure. if, if they're really trying to follow some type of dream... Like, this girl's like doing uh, like photography stuff, and it's just hard to find a job. So I think that... You, you, the worst thing you do as a parent is say, when you're 18, you're out of my house. Get moving. I'll be honest. If I was a father and had a daughter... I would be thrilled that she was no longer at college. 
Yeah, you because you're be, sick of because, your wife. Because I know what goes on at yeah. college. Oh yeah, like even that story. <laughs> even that story about the the uh, the 19 year old um, at at Oregon. Oh, the porn. Like she she filmed yeah. the porn. Well, she yeah, she was being she's arrest she got arrested for yeah. uh, posting a self video that she took of you know yeah, of like a 20, yeah she did a, a, uh, a 20 minute self like scene porn, a self doing scene porny to herself in the library and uh it i was call on, it art it was on, it was on porn <laughs> it got two hundred and sixty thousand views on pornhub yeah so if my if my daughter I just started clicking said hey dad i don't want to be here anymore that's fine. I'm I'm outside. I'm already outside. I have the U-Haul outside. Please, your mom, your mom, your mom's already packing your yeah. clothes. Look to your left. Oh, hi, mom. See, I'd be like, does that pay for your tuition? God bless. Have at it. See, base is a horrible father. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, when I was 17 years old, I couldn't wait to leave. I've I've been fired from a lot of jobs. But thankfully, base, look, I've not been the guy that's had to move look at back. Look as a father. Would you want your daughter filming porno at 19? Well. I don't have a daughter. I have a son. My so, first yes. thought when I read this was it shows you how irrelevant libraries are that you could spend 20 minutes filming yeah. a porn, the whole shot, the crew in there and everything in a library, a, a, a university library. It's pretty crazy. Plus, who surfs for uh, like webcam porn just scanning for places they recognize and then t- turning it in? Dude, that's my library. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey. I know those stacks. A web, sur- a web <laughs> Hello, search officer? is a web search. Uh don't come yet because I haven't finished yet. But uh, when I, you know, I'll call you back when I'm done, and then uh, I, I need to show you this video. I think you want to see this. Here, here's how I feel: if no one saw her filming, because the library got all upset, and, and she might go to jail. Well, so, yeah. the, the president of the school said she thinks that this would violate people's safety. People would feel unsafe knowing that somebody can get away with this for yeah, 20 minutes yeah, in a I, library. Yeah, that, that violates my safety that some hot girl is naked doing stuff to herself while I'm reading my history book. <laughs> trying to study for it. Test. Oh, my safety. It's time I enrolled at that university. No, but here's how I feel. If no one noticed what she was doing for 20 minutes, that's a long time. That means they're not doing their job at that library. Their excuse is, well, we can't look at every nook and cranny all the time. You kind of could when she's filming a porn. Well, it was pretty discreet. A pornographic video. I mean, it's pretty discreet. The you know, camera was where it needed to be, and it, she wasn't taking up much room or space. What, did she just, like, unzip her hoodie and yeah, just Yeah, that's go to exactly work? what happened. Yeah. She was in a chair, and she just kind of yeah. was looking at her laptop. She wasn't, like, sprawled out on a table. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, like, a... Yeah. It wasn't a group scene. She wasn't pulling out rulers and all sorts of objects. I was talking yeah. to a web guy here yesterday about this after uh, he had to tell me no, that he couldn't put the video up on our voting page, which I asked him to do. <laughs> and he said to me... <laughs> that's why I was asking, yeah. Uh, he said to me, it's unfortunate that this could potentially ruin this girl's life. It could follow her, cost her from you know getting jobs. And I, yeah. I, t- I said, I responded, I thought, if you look at this girl, even before this video was made public, this girl, let's just be honest, is the type of girl that an employer would hire only hoping to sleep with her. Oh, of course. So if anything, this helps. This will help her. So that she'll would... get a job now. So... You're saying she had no and chance she... of getting a job I'm before. saying it, it saves everyone a lot of time. And she... she's actually a former student. She wasn't even enrolled this year. She was in it last year, and she wasn't even a student this year. So for a library just to allow her to just hang out there, this, that also This is the something. type of, of woman that walks into a tanning salon. The guy sizes her up and goes, could I sleep with her? Probably. I'm going to hire her. That's the type. So now now she she can get the job because it's full disclosure. Hey, look what I did. Yeah. You know, it's on my record. And now we and know. And then the guy, the, the guy doing the hiring doesn't even have to interview her. He just sees it and he said, 
Start tomorrow. Aren't you Mercedes <laughs> from U-Porn? If anything, she's a trendsetter because I don't think college graduates get jobs anymore. Anyway. No. So this is the way. This is this is the way to do it. Now you got to at least fill yeah. the porn in yep. the library. Something adapt to something the times. to get your name out there. You I need, heard you need two hundred plus thousand views. I heard U-Porn is going to start using the Dewey Decimal System yeah, for all their exactly. Ninety-seven nine, the Loop. It's Abe Cannon show. Our last day here. So if you like what you hear, you got to go to WLUP.com, give us the nod of approval via review, and say, hey, they're pretty cool. Cool. Um, I was trying to tell you a little bit about us. I'm a Chicago resident, born and raised in the West Lawn neighborhood. I went to St. Lawrence High School, where I, uh, what did we learn there, Sam? Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot. Uh then I went to Columbia College. Base, what did we learn there? <laughs> Even more nothing. Uh, See, no, I no. thought you would have learned to not tell people you went to Columbia College. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're all from the Chicago area. Well, Base is actually... Originally from West uh, Philadelphia, born and raised. See, it depends on wh- who's talking to Base. Because uh, yeah. if you're from New York, he's from New York. If you're from yeah. Nebraska, he's from Nebraska. Yep. Philadelphia, he's been. He's from Philadelphia. And Base he's been isn't in all these places. I but, moved around a lot as a kid. But Base isn't from New York. I Bass was born is, in Birmingham, Alabama. I know, but you're. But you, we we used to work at Sirius XM. We were on Howard Stern's uh, Sirius XM channel, and we would go out there every year for like the Howard Stern Christmas party, and like a couple other times every year we'd go out there for meetings and stuff. And everyone out there, Base would be like. Hey, I'm from New York, originally. And then it turns out he's from, like, Buffalo or something. Long Island, same thing. No, I used to tell people I used to live around here. And you guys were all hung up that I said I was from there. And then, like, we have the guys on from 311. He's like, I'm from Nebraska. And then you have on someone. So, base, but you've been here. I've I've been in, I've now been in Chicago the longest, almost maybe 11, 12 years. Yeah. So, but the rest of us are all, Sam and I were born uh, on the south side of Chicago. Ryan is right on the cusp, right in the Indiana. Where, where were you born? Yeah, Highland, Indiana is where I, uh. Cut my teeth. And you went to, uh, <laughs> what was it school you went to? North Central College in Naperville. Yep, and you uh, did uh, yep. some radio. You, you did learn there. I did, yes, I did. Yeah. Worked at Q101 for uh, close to a decade. So yeah, we're. it's not like we're transplants. Yeah, no, to, no, to we're, we're, we're all from here. We've got, we've got roots here. And and like I said the other day, I think a vote for us is a vote for a change in radio. I, I think radio is going down a bad path where young personalities, and we're not even young. I, I, I'll say that again. I'll be 34 in August. I'm 50 next week. Base is 50. No, but we're all in the 33 to 35 age range. And I really think that a, a radio station should be run like a baseball team. Your morning show should be like your Derek Jeter your your afternoon guy who's retired who's retired you're right <laughs> so you might want to rework that one. let's see who's, who's how, how about Starlin Russell Castro Wilson? Russell Wilson Starlin Castro <laughs> yeah there you go Sam Russell Wilson we're Mike moving Trout. to football. football your morning show should be beast mode Marshawn Lynch your afternoon guy then yeah, you're not talk to people though. and then uh <laughs> these aren't bad examples <laughs> these are terrible analogies <laughs> so anyways your morning show your afternoon show <laughs> your afternoon show should be ready to take over mornings your night show should be ready to take over afternoons your overnight show should be ready to take over nights your weekender should be ready to take over it should be run like a baseball team where you're developing young talent and we we're, we're really happy the loop is giving us an opportunity to do this because a lot of other radio stations don't do anything with younger people you just put in whoever like just a lot of recycled talent. Not, not even about recycling. It's just, you know, just older people. Young people just don't get a chance. And, and I really appreciate it. At some point, you know, Brett Favre sending out penis pictures every day. At some point, they decided to go ahead and give the football to Aaron Rodgers. And at some point, you have to hand the football to someone new. I mean, Brett Favre can only have the football so long. 
And at some point, you have to give Aaron the ball. And guess what? Aaron Rodgers is dating Olivia Munn. He won a Super Bowl. Pretty State good. Farm commercials. Pretty good. Aaron's doing a good job. This is a great job. Double checks. This is a great sell, Abe. Green <laughs> really Chicago is. selling the, the yeah. Packers quarterback. Yeah. It's pretty good, guys. <laughs> Three strikes, pal. Just go to the website and vote. Guys, guys we're like Jay Cutler. Uh oh. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no. We're not. I think it's time yeah, of traffic. No. Yeah. Um, but you know what's funny? We, we kind of decided that this whole loop search is like the Willy Wonka golden ticket search. There's I don't think we decided it is. I think in uh, a moment of just pure uh, lunacy, we thought it would be great if it was. You yeah. can't say we decided it is. Well, because <laughs> yesterday, when we were walking out of here, base actually fell into a chocolate river. There's actually a chocolate river in this radio station. <laughs> but he's like, well, don't mind if I do. And he ended up in a tube. And the best just, trip I've ever taken. I'm, I'm really glad, though, that it didn't lead to the furnace like... Uh, you and me both. It wasn't on that day. Where does that go? That goes to the furnace. Yeah. You Hopefully it's, I think it's off every other day. You boil them up. In a world of pure imagination. But I'm always, like, as I walk through this radio station, I'm wondering, like, if I touch this microphone, am I going to, like, turn purple and blow up? Or <laughs> am I going to shrink? Is there going to be some odd demise for us at the end yeah. of today? Because where, it's all been a test. Where is the fizzy lifting drinks? We have a guy in here named Jake. And we were saying he's like Slugworth. Like, he's really working. Uh, you know, he's not really Jake. Right. He's reporting back. He's a spy. He's the producer, but I'm convinced he's really the president of this company. He could like be. undercover boss. He'll reveal himself at the end of the week. The only thing that tipped it off is that he walked in with a cane, and then he did a somersault. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, wait a minute. If it wasn't for that move. Congratulations, Abe. The music is all yours. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're wondering, too. So, if we if we get picked to do the morning show... Do we get to move into the radio station? That's why he wanted my grandpa's phone number. Well, with our families, too, because in Willy yeah. Wonka, it wasn't just them. It was, what about yep. Grandpa Joe? Well, the whole family could come, Charlie. And, what, and, what about what about my mom, Nadine? I want them all here, Abe. <laughs> move them all in. And Jake has pressed every button on the elevator except for just one. Yeah. Just this one. <laughs> just one button. <laughs> what does it do, Jake? I don't know what it does. I think it starts traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that means, Jake, we have to sit on your lap while we're yeah. floating in that contraption above the city yeah I know to there it is abe your imagination go ahead push the button, the button abe. There it is. Here, here's actually audio of, congratulations um, here's audio of what's going to happen when we win later on this week you won you did it you did it i knew you would i just knew you would 97.9 the loop am i the only one who gets reminded of the movie the wrestler when i hear that song yes <laughs> I've never heard anybody say the only thing gets reminded of the wrestler about anything. Anytime I hear round and round, I think about the scene where, by the way, Mickey Rourke uh, is melting. If you've seen him, he was at the uh, UFC fight. His he just what happened to him? His face is falling off as we speak. Do you think that he's transitioning? No, because if you think about, wait, let, he's transitioning to like a puddle of glue. <laughs> but if you think about it, Bruce Jenner was always getting face surgery. Michael Jackson, always getting plastic surgery. Could Mickey Rourke also be transitioning? Hmm. I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I mean, It's a real head-scratcher. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Let think, me think about that. We'll think yeah. about that during the song. Yeah, give me a point on the loop. 97.9, the loop. Now, when we played Round and Round by Red, I said it reminded me of the movie The Wrestler. When I play Magic Man, does it remind you guys of the movie Swingers? 
It does not. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm the only one. I thought for sure you were going to say Magic Mike. <laughs> I thought so too. By the way, the Magic Mike XXL poster just came out. See, and this shows you know I, I know you loopers haven't been listening to us for too long, but I used to play this clip from Magic Mike where Matthew McConaughey says, "Now the law says that we cannot touch." But y'all look like a bunch of lawbreakers to me. And by play and I don't this see clip, a cop inside. by play this clip, you meant that it was your ringtone, it was your alarm, <laughs> it was your text tone. It was your show intro, your show outro. You loved that movie. So it's pretty disgusting that when the Magic Mike Part 2 poster came out, I had at least 50 people sending me pictures of it on Twitter, Facebook, texting it to me. Hey, Abe, the Magic Mike 2 poster's see, out. And- I think it's weird that you taped it to the top of your ceiling above your bed. <laughs> that's, that was you don't the weird understand. part. That's what you don't understand Dave. there are consequences to things and when you when you latch onto a clip and become known for the guy who plays this funny clip now you're known as the magic mike fan <laughs> <laughs> i think abe definitely has a man crush on not matthew mcconaughey but that magic mike character well matthew mcconaughey though was his boss well, i didn't see it so i thought he was magic mike oh i, I didn't no oh i didn't either <laughs> <laughs> let's move on let's just move on uh, zoe butler a 28 year old woman from england speaking of disgusting she opened a can of princess tuna and there was like a creature in her tuna can. If you want to see, you have to see this picture. If you're not Facebook friends with the loop, today's the day where you become Facebook friends with the loop because the picture is up on the loop's Facebook page. It is the most disgusting looking little parasite, like baby. Fi- I don't know what they it is. But e- they don't even know what it is yet. It has eyes. It looks like something that would like eventually lead to us all dying. <laughs> it does. Like, they discovered this in a movie. Oh, remember when you opened the tuna can and you saw this and then it, uh, flash forward to eight years later in The Walking Dead and that's what it looks like. It it's- looks like the beginning of the alien in the movie Alien where the alien pops out of the stomach and you start or, to see the eyes. in, uh, was it Spaceballs where he pops out of the chest yeah, yeah. And, and he dances away. Somebody get us a pencil if, if, if you're picturing it and you don't have a second to look at the face page just yet it picture a like a grape with two cloves stuck in it <laughs> like a skinned grape that with, is with, grossly accurate it's, it's not very menacing though it almost has like a sad little puppy dog face yeah he has a nice little he has it, a nice parasite she's looking for a home it's unfortunate that because they had to send it back the, the i guess this tuna company said let us look at this creature and investigate we've never seen anything he, like it but i i mean that it would be cool to have that as a pet well, he looks like the dog from, if you saw the Budweiser commercial during the Super Bowl, he looks like that cute little dog. Only only he's in a tuna can and dead. <laughs> he, he's the cutest parasite you've ever seen. Go to the Loop's Facebook page if you want to see it. Here's what she said. She's from England, so I have to. I opened the, I opened the well, top you, of the you lid. You don't have to do that accent, but you're doing it anyway. Well, she's from England. Paint okay. the picture. I opened the top of the lid and saw a peppery thing. A gut sack or intestine. Then I turned it round and pushed it with a fork and saw it was looking at me. Yuck. There is nothing worse than, like, I'll never, I don't like tuna anyway, mm-hmm. but now I will never eat tuna ever I will, again. I, I don't think for a long time I'll be able to open a can of tuna after I, seeing this. I ate an egg salad sandwich once and I got sick. Mm-hmm. So now, and that was about nine years ago, I will not eat egg salad because anytime I see an egg salad sandwich, I think about me on my knees puking. Yeah. I once got a bag of salad and found a dead bee in it. And I'll never eat salad again. <laughs> I've yet to touch a green since. A dead bee. It was a dead bee. But you know, they saw you coming, they're like, God. Give him the put bee. The, put yeah. the bee in the bag. Give they're the like, bee. And they're like, you know this slob isn't eating salad. I know, I probably ate ten of them in there. I just yeah. noticed the one. Hey, uh, Jim, uh, this guy wants a salad. Should we give him the A salad or the B salad? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but there's nothing worse than, you know, anything. There's many things that could ruin a meal. Like if I see a woman, I remember being at a diner once and this woman had a weird hand that had like three knobs where her pinky should have been. Like in scary movie, Chris Elliott's stirring the mashed potatoes. Yeah, that exactly. little hand. Yeah. <laughs> when you see when you see something weird, it ruins the meal. And then forever, that specific food item, I can never eat again. Yep. Like, are you guys going to go eat a, go to Jimmy John's and get a tuna fish sandwich? Me and no. Mason are talking about having tuna for lunch today. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I mean, we're all grossed out, but in China, they pay a premium for stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> 97.9 The Loop. It's Abe Cannon Show. We'll wrap up the show next. It's weird because outside the door right now, there's a big check that says you win, but then also there's a bunch of security guards. So we're not sure. It's like one of those publisher, publishers clearinghouses checks. Yeah, so we're not sure yet if we're uh, the show or not. The security guards are for me. The but someone is you. holding a big check. So. <laughs> I already know the score. We'll wrap up the show next with Mano's Memo. It's the Abe Cannon Show. It's 97.9 The Loop. No, do you think like he's gonna get some more work now? Have you seen Wolfgang, Eddie Van Halen's son? Not in a not in a minute. He gets bigger every time I see him. I mean, it's not nothing wrong with. That. I'm actually happy for Wolfgang that a guy like Wolfgang, who in high school would get picked on probably and never get laid, sure. he's getting everything on the road. Yeah. Are you saying rock stars only work out of Sports Illustrated? They Mostly. could. The body issue. The Sports Illustrated. So he, he, he had to wait all this time, is what you're saying. He will, now I'm saying now that it's acceptable for okay. plus size models. Yeah. We talked about earlier. Yeah, Wolfgang Ashley will be Graham, dating Derek Jeter. Before we know it. <laughs> Ashley Graham, the 27 year old plus size model. She's a size right. 18. I don't know. I don't know about sizes, but she looks pretty good to us. Um, I didn't know SI was a, the sports the swimsuit issue was a was like a serious catalog for rock stars. I had no well, idea. no, it's not. But I'm saying that this could lead to now Wolfgang getting some kind of modeling, some work. endorsements, yeah. And, yeah, like being on the cover of oh. our mo- like like David Beckham yes. wearing right. like white. The white briefs that you. David Beckham yeah. wears. Well, had his name not had the name Van Halen attached to it, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be getting any women at all. Well, that's what let I'm saying, alone, basically. Let alone the uh, how big he is. But now that plus size models are taking off, you see the David Beckham billboards where he's wearing the little white briefs. Mm-hmm. How long until we see Wolfgang Van Halen <laughs> wearing the little white briefs? That's what I'm excited for. No. I'm very excited. The same no. size as Beckham's. And <laughs> exactly, it's no. acceptable. No. Hey, it, it's only fair. If you're going to put a plus-size woman in Sports Illustrated, I want to see a plus-size guy in Armani. Well, I'm sure you do. Here's the thing. We encourage everyone to love themselves, love their body. Oh, everyone looks good. They don't. I'm sorry. This happens to be a very pretty woman in Sports Illustrated. She looks good. She's oh. bigger. But that does not mean that Wolfgang Van Halen also should feel empowered <laughs> to put on a pair of small, small, little tiny white briefs and lay down naked on a bearskin rug. I would love to be in Times Square. <laughs> not attractive. I would love to be in Times Square in New York and just see it says Armani and it's Wolfgang laying on the floor in white briefs. Yeah. Love your body. Asterisk. <laughs> uh, last, last month we used Justin Bieber. This month we're using Wolfgang Van Halen. What a body on that kid. <laughs> I will remind you, it's uh, we're wrapping up for the week here, and I, you need to go to WLUP.com if you like our show. We would like to get back into the groove of people driving into work and then saying, hey, I was listening to the Ape Cannon show, and they said that Wolfgang Van Halen should be on a billboard. Just something that gets you to tell other people you work with, hey, I listen to this in the morning. I, I can't remember the last time I listened to Chicago Morning Radio where I had the need to tell anyone anything. Especially about Wolfgang. <laughs> Especially about Wolfgang, but anything. Like, I'll, I'll listen in the morning. 
I've never sent Ryan a text say, hey, you hear what Eric and Kathy said today about Wolfgang Van Halen? Or you hear this or that? We, I want to get back in the groove. Because I remember growing up when radio was, like, awesome. When, when I was a little kid, you know, 13, 14, every day I was glued to morning radio. And I'd always be like, hey, Sam, do you hear what they said today? You hear this? You hear that? So we're hoping that we could bring it back to those times where, you know, laugh a little bit. Because it sucks driving to work. There's nothing worse than right now. It's 8.33, and you have to be at work at 9, and you know you're 45 minutes out. Or you're stuck on the Ohio feeder ramp. Can't yeah, get anywhere yeah, inside the city. Or you're stuck because there's two dogs that are loose on the expressway. Or there was a fire. There was a, a barn on fire. Or no. you didn't have Nationwide, and you died. <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> yeah, so there's nothing worse than that, and we would like to uh, try to change things in morning radio. Do you guys have anything to add to that? Amen, brother. Ryan, survey no, out. I think. I mean, I think you covered it. Hit WLUP.com, uh, say nice things, and, and hopefully we'll uh, be back to do this all again forever. <laughs> we'll now wrap up the show. We do this every day. It's a recap of the show. It's called Mano's Memo. If you're just joining the fifth and final Abe Cannon show in the Loop Morning Show search, here is what you missed. We kicked this thing off with Abe offering an explanation to all of us. Uh, and you may not have known this. You in your car, you listening at home, at work, wherever you are. Uh, right after yesterday's broadcast, Abe inexplicably broke through the studio wall like the Kool-Aid man, sprinted <laughs> down the quarter-mile-long marble hallway here at the Merchandise Mart, up three flights of stairs, across the corridor to the Holiday Inn, through the lobby, and up an elevator to the food court. Uh, it's because, of course, he had to use the bathroom. That's right. Uh, and despite working in this very studio... For nearly a decade, we worked here for almost 10 years, Abe couldn't use the bathroom less than 10 feet away because a sales assistant, who Abe doesn't know, passed him on the way in and thought he might judge me. Think about it, Ryan. If, if you meet, oh, who's this guy? Oh, look at this Abe. Oh, oh, that's the guy who walked out of the bathroom. God, yeah. you should have smelled that. Right, no, right. I don't want to have that. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know, Abe. I, I don't know what level of rot gut you were brewing, uh, <laughs> but your bathroom shame has been going on for far too long, and the three of us, man, we are, all of us, we are sick of, I mean, we're... We need to sit down and have a talk. It's got to stop. It's okay, Abe, that you don't have the two knobs and no crack like the coneheads. <laughs> That's normal, Abe. That's normal. What you have is normal. All right? People go, and they don't have to go through the trouble of looking like Wayne Campbell trying to find Cassandra on her wedding <laughs> So I should celebrate it, right? I, I shouldn't be afraid. Right. I should come out. I should come out today. Jeez. Uh, that, of course, led straight to the story about the uh, senator from North Carolina who can't figure out why he's been getting a lot of fist bumps this week. Um, Tom T Typhoid Tillis is the libertarian <laughs> who wants to deregulate mandatory hand washing uh, among food industry employees. He says, we have too many laws, too many signs, so he's proposing a new law forcing restaurants to cover the existing sign with a new sign saying their employees don't wash their hands before they need your dough. Follow me? Yeah. That's Tear down the good. old sign. Put up the new sign. That's that says it. they're not they're not required to wash their hands. So right. you, you just got you're, you're at Famous Dave's. You just had some ribs, mm -hmm. and then you walk in the bathroom and you read that sign. Yep, our employees are not required to wash their hands. <laughs> that is what uh, this libertarian from North Carolina believes is his platform to victory. And even worse, Ryan, you're walking in licking your the barbecue sauce off your <clears> fingers. <throat> mm. and what do they put in this stuff? <laughs> it's so, so delicious. Uh, Tillis said the free market's invisible hand will take care of it. He, you know, people will decide for themselves. So the invisible hand will will sort it out. Be careful though. The Invisible hand is covered in E. coli. <laughs> it wasn't washed. Uh, we move.
move into uh, Sports Illustrated's first ever plus size swimsuit model. On Monday, the magazine will make history with an inside spread on the size 18 model. Uh, I'll be honest, she looks, she looks exactly like the type of woman I want. Thicker than a snicker, right? Let me finish, Abe. Oh, okay. To land on after falling off a second story oh, balcony. Oh, come on. I'm kidding. Go. Oh, uh, the cover model, though. That's, uh, that's. Wait, you, wait, honestly, would you hit that? Yeah. Of course. It's good thickness, no, right? No, yeah, she's just a little hippie. She looks good. I'll tell she you this. She looks like most women. The, the one on the model, or the one on the cover, looks nothing like a woman you've ever seen. Is she proof, Ryan, that most women that you think, because they don't know how to dress properly, look better when they remove those dumpy clothes? I don't think so. No, I just think she's a cute girl in a bikini. Oh, okay. You're reading way too much into it. Just look at the magazine, Abe. Uh, uh, the cover model, uh, that's Derek Jeter's girlfriend. So uh, all the guys who haven't heard of the internet should enjoy looking at Hannah Davis. <laughs> when, uh, when Jeter first laid eyes on her, he told his assistant, I like her. She is hot, and I would like to give her a gift basket. <laughs> um, he used to give women yeah. gift baskets. After what would he, he give them, like a bobblehead? It, it was a their bag? parting gift. Yeah. yeah, it was like after you lose bozo buckets, you get like this random collection of, of garbage. But it wasn't like he didn't give them like laundry and something. No, it, would it was be like an like, apple and like a no, signed... but it would be like Derek Jeter signed merchandise. Sure. Yeah. Oh, here's a baseball, a baseball bat. Yeah. Based yeah. on this photo uh, on the cover of SI Swimsuit Issue, we can tell you two things about her. One, Hannah Davis must be a very patient woman. Think about it. Jeter's always been slow going into the hole. And his range is terrible. And when he's in a slump, he's notorious for going the other way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too close there. Number two. Uh, <laughs> I know. Two. Uh, I think she's a Democrat. And, and here's why. I, th- I, I, I just get that feeling. I mean, you can tell she's not a fan of Bush. Um, nice. Oh, yeah, mm, nice. Cool. Any lower and the world is her OBGYN. We talked about the uh, 19-year-old former Oregon State University student who was arrested after shooting a solo porn video in the school's library. Uh, librarians everywhere are up in arms this week. It's, a, it's an outrage. Hard to believe, though, that a place empty enough to shoot a 20-minute porn scene would complain about the sudden surge in visitors. Beggars can't be choosers. So, I mean, yeah, it wasn't what you'd want, but just enjoy the thousands of men now spending their entire days milling about the stacks. <laughs> why, why, why do we have so many guys in the library today? Oh, hey, where'd that know. girl go that was right here? There was a girl right here. Where'd she go? Where's the hottie at? This, oh. this woman was encouraging literacy, so just enjoy it. And I think it's silly. Who among us hasn't handled some solo business in the library? I have. What's a library? I was I'm oh, joking. Oh, Guys, seriously. I have actually. I made enough off-color. That's terrible. Lighten up, Francis. Uh, <laughs> no intelligent, well-adjusted man would pleasure himself in a library. No. Everyone knows that's why there's a slot in the front desk. <laughs> uh, we apologize for ruining tuna for everyone earlier. If you like tuna and didn't hear our discussion about it, do not. Whatever you do, don't go to the Loops Facebook page right now and look at that picture. It's a purpley alien-looking thing found in a, in a can of tuna this week. It looks like a Metroid, smiling, yeah. covered Something in Something that's going to kill all of us. Yeah, it's not, it's not handsome, and it'll ruin tuna. So don't go to the Loops Facebook page and become friends with the Loop on Facebook and <laughs> click like and check out that shot. And, uh, the can, though, it says Dolphin Free. But this thing looks nothing like a dolphin. So I don't know. Hard to complain, though, if it's free. Nice. As advertised. Base wrote that joke. (laughs) That's a good one, Base. It's been a long week. What did I tell uh, you about reading Base's jokes? A sincere thank you. This is serious. There's no joke here. A sincere thank you to the entire staff of The Loop for having us kick off The Loop Morning Show search. Uh, Hit WLUP.com. Say nice things, and and we'll be back. Uh, And The Loop listeners, most importantly, you guys for welcoming us here to this heritage spot on the Chicago radio dial. Uh, we've enjoyed our time here. The schnozberries really taste like schnozberries. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully one day 
We can Heart. move our families in here. That's Mano's memo for the Abe Cannon Show on 97.9 The Loop. I'll give the last word to our program director, Wade. Wade, what did you think about our week here on The Loop? You won! You did it! You did it! I knew you would! I just knew you would! David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.